Welcome to the STEM Teacher Podcast. I'm your host, John Van Dusen. This is episode 72, Wild About Turkeys. So if you've been listening to the STEM Teacher Podcast for a while, you know that new episodes come out on Tuesdays because I have an extra prep on Tuesday where I don't have my early kindergarten kids. And that has been thrown all out of whack since McCall 2019. But we're back on track, I think. So if you continue to listen, though, you will hear at the end of this podcast, I will reveal that secret that I put out, I believe it was in episode 68, about a change coming up, which may or may not change the STEM teacher podcast, but you have to keep listening to figure it out. So right now, let's get wild about turkeys. About 10 years ago, when I was teaching at Lance, the National Wild Turkey Federation sent me a DVD called Wild About Turkey. And I don't remember if I had sent away for this or if they just sent it to me as part of another thing. At the time, I was teaching hunter safety in my sixth grade classroom, so I'm not really sure where I got this video even, but I've had it kicking around for a long time. Uh, I used to show it in sixth grade, and I thought, you know what? It's close to the turkey mating season. We can talk about turkeys because right now the turkeys are coming out. They're starting to be very vocal. You see them on the roads. The toms are getting all puffed up. So we decided to watch parts of this video, depending on grade level, and talk about the different things that have to do with turkeys. So first off, I had to find a DVD player. I actually don't have one in my room because I use streaming services all the time. So I found a DVD player. I had to find batteries for the remote, plug it in, get it to work the whole nine yards. So there's a piece of technology that we never thought would go away, but a DVD player. So after I got the DVD player set up, um, I started playing this video and it comes in three parts. And the first part is, and I did not watch them in these parts, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. First part is called Return of the Wild Turkey, and it talks about how when the settlers first moved to North America, there was tons of wild turkeys. However, like we did with a lot of things, we destroyed their habitat and we hunted them without much regulation. So it got down to the point where there was only 35,000 turkeys in the entire country at one point. And in the 1920s, they really started these renovation efforts. And they started by trying to raise turkeys in pens and then letting them go out into the wild. And they quickly realized that the turkeys raised in a pen did not have the survival skills to survive once they were put in their natural habitat. So now, and it had a couple cool uh, clips of this in the video, but they'll actually take a place where there's a lot of wild turkeys and they'll trap them with nets. They'll use a net that fires out um, out of a cannon or out of a rocket and they'll net a bunch of these wild turkeys and then they put them in a box. They put them in a cardboard box and they transport them to a place where there's not as many wild turkeys and they let them go. Um, So that was just kind of really neat to watch how the wild turkey went from abundance to almost extinct to now we have a lot of wild turkeys back and there's a bunch of different types here in the upper peninsula of michigan uh we are a success story of those turkey transplants and we have uh what is known as the eastern wild turkey so the first part was return of the wild turkey the second part of this dvd was roll call. And that was all about the noises that a wild turkey makes. Now, the most familiar sound, whenever anybody says wild turkey, what do you think of? You always think of the gobble, but that is not the most common sound. So the most familiar sound is the gobble. 
but the wild turkey makes about 28 different sounds with the most common being the yelp. So a yelp is used by hens just to say, hey, here I am, uh, I'm over here, and just as kind of a social call. So another call or another noise made is the purr and the cluck. And that means the turkey is feeding or it's peaceful. And I just remember a purr from a cat means the cat is peaceful. And a purr from a turkey means that it is peaceful and or feeding, just hanging out, no danger around. So another one is called the putt. And this is a danger call or a caution call. And a turkey will make a putt. And it actually sounds kind of like a putt uh, when there is danger and Here's another fun fact with danger is a turkey will run before it will fly. And a turkey can run about 14 miles per hour. So it'll run, try to run away from the danger. If it can't, then it will take off and fly. Another sound made by the wild turkey is the cut. And what this is, is this is a series of clucks strung tightly together and very excited. And a hen will make this call either when she's ready to be with a tom turkey or if she's upset at another female turkey in the flock. And the last um, call, or the last noise that a turkey makes that covered in the video, again, it says they make 28 different sounds, but it only covered about five or six, was the cackle. And what that is, is that's basically a cut, but as it's coming out of the tree in the morning, or as it's flying up in the tree at night to roost, they will make this cackling sound. Uh, and that's kind of like their fly-down call. The last part of the DVD was called Habitat Hank, and that went through the different habitats of a wild turkey. Now, Habitat Hank, he's dressed up like an explorer. He's got these obnoxiously large binoculars, and it's made to be funny, but he also gives us a lot of really great information. Now, Habitat Hank is always in search of Jake, now, for those of you that don't know, a Jake is called is a the name of a young male turkey. It's called a Jake. Now, a young female turkey is called a Jenny, which I thought was interesting. I just learned that the other day. And a male turkey is called a Tom, and a female turkey is called a hen. So Habitat Hank, he's always looking for his buddy Jake, and he talks about the different habitats of the wild turkey, and what they eat, they'll eat nuts and berries and grains and worms and insects. Um, it talks about how they roost in trees and how they uh, stay away from danger by staying in the tree at night and talks about their speed and that they, we talked about it before, but they can run 14 miles per hour, but they can fly 55 miles per hour, which I thought was really interesting. So turkeys, they... They like the woods, um, they need big trees to roost in, but they also need some kind of food source in that nuts, berries, grains, worms, or insects. So again, this video that I had, it came from the National Wild Turkey Federation. I'm going to put a link in the show notes, um, and it talks about, it's promoting the Jake's program uh, and the, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's the Extreme Jake's, that's what it is, which is for the older kids, and uh, it's... It's a great little video. It's not very long, but the kids have a, a lot of fun with it, especially with the Habitat Hank portion. So after we did this DVD and with the younger kids, I actually broke this up and we did some of the project in the middle. We did some round robin 
where we're in a group of three or four and we each share one thing and some rally robin just to remember the food sources where they live, the different calls they make. We we just kind of got the basics of the wild turkey. And then the fun part was all of the kids were put into groups and we had to build a turkey trap. And then we talked about how can we get the turkeys to come into our trap. And the scenario was there's t- three Tom turkeys on the playground and they won't leave. So we talked about how we could use food to lure the turkeys into our trap and what those different foods were. And we talked about maybe using some calls, some sounds that the turkeys made. Uh, not the putt though. The putt is a danger sound and how to bring those into the trap. And then the kids just, their imagination exploded. These are my favorite types of projects because they know a little bit about the wild turkey, but they don't know so much that they actually stifle their imagination. They know what they eat. They know where they live. They know what sounds they make and they just went berserk. It was awesome. So some of the traps were very, very simple in that they were going to have a net or a box and some food and the turkey was going to come in and then they were going to drop it on it. Some were super elaborate. There was a turkey trap where the turkey had to go through a maze and the whole premise of the trap was all three turkeys could enter the maze, but none of them could find a way out. There was nets, there was pens, there was one-way doors. Uh, There was one that looked like a Ferris wheel that as the turkey got in, it would spin it up into a holding, holding spot. Um, So some were very, very simple and some were very, very elaborate. But the students had a ton of fun and it was something that the early kindergartners could do all the way up to the fourth graders. And it was a really great project and it helped reinforce the items we learned from the DVD about the turkey, the habitat, the sounds, the food, and all of those different things. So it was a really great project building a turkey trap, trying to trap the three tom turkeys stuck on the playground. And before I end this podcast, I have to give some information out, and it's going to have an impact on the STEM teacher podcast, but I don't really know what that is yet. So the news is actually very good news for me and my family, and that is I will no longer be a STEM teacher here at Kingsford. I'm actually going to move to the middle school, and I'm going to be teaching eighth grade social studies. So that is the big change, and obviously that's going to have a lot of effects on a lot of things. Um, I would argue mostly in a positive way for me in that I'll be at one building. I'll be with middle schoolers, which is where I, I feel I fit in more. I'll be teaching history, especially that spot, uh, U.S. history before the Civil War, which is some of my favorite with the Declaration of Independence, the Articles of Confederation, War of 1812, the uh, constitution, all of those things are just, I find them fascinating. And I'm excited to be teaching that at the middle school. The other thing is it's going to keep me at one building. I'll be at the middle school instead of the elementary and the middle school. And it will also put me closer to where I coach. Because if you've listened to the STEM teacher podcast for longer than three minutes, you realize that I am very passionate about coaching and it may allow me to get more into other sports. Uh, I used to coach basketball when I was at Lance. Uh, Football is my number one. Uh, I coached tennis. So that is a big change that's going to come up for me, and it will affect the STEM teacher podcast in some way. I'm just not sure yet how. So with that, I would like to have you check in the show notes because there is another podcast out that I'm hosting called the Kingsford Fliver Flash. And the Kingsford Fliver Flash 
is a podcast that is dedicated to Fliver football. And we're doing a bunch of different types of episodes. We're doing Fliver history, where we talk about something historical from Kingsford Fliver football or the area. We're doing a coach's corner where we sit down one-on-one with a football coach or a coach from Kingsford and talk with them. Uh, We're doing a senior spotlight, which we've already published an episode with two seniors uh, talking about their memories from Fliver football and what their plans are for the future. We're going to do a players forum where we sit down with a bunch of different students. Maybe we sit down with all the quarterbacks and we just have a talk about, you know, what that's like to be a quarterback for the Kingsford Flivers and the pressures that that entails. So again, it's all in the show notes. You can search for it. It's on all of your favorite podcasting platforms, the Kingsford Fliver Flash. If you like football at all, I think you'll like it. Um, It's going to be dedicated to Fliver football, but you know, we talk about all kinds of uh, football things. We had an episode published today that talked about state champions from the Upper Peninsula since 1999. And even though Kingsford wasn't a part of that list, there's some pretty fascinating information on that. So that's going to be the change from the STEM teacher podcast. I don't know if I will be able to continue the once a week podcast. I don't know if it'll go once every other week and maybe I publish one for the Fliver Flash on the off weeks. I'm really not sure how that's going to go. Maybe I give up the STEM teacher podcast altogether and pass it off to the next STEM teacher. But Time will tell on that. Until then, I'm going to try to keep up with the STEM Teacher Podcast and the Kingsford Fliver, Fel- Kingsford Fliver Flash the best I can. So that's going to do it for Episode 72, Wild About Turkey. We talked about the return of the wild turkey, the different sounds they make, and Habitat Hank, all coming from that National Wild Turkey Federation DVD that I received about 10 years ago. Again, the National Wild Turkey Federation link is in the show notes. We talked a little bit about their a turkey's food, how fast they can run, how fast they can fly. And then we talked about my favorite part, what my students made with different turkey traps. Scenario was those three toms were on our playground and they wouldn't leave. So we trapped them using food, we trapped them using different calls, and we moved them to a better habitat. And lastly, we talked about the brand new podcast, the Kingsford Fliver Flash, and how that, along with my move to the middle school, may impact the STEM teacher podcast. Until next time, this is John Van Dusen asking you to keep an open mind. Try to learn something new every day. You've been listening to the STEM Teacher Podcast, hosted by John Van Dusen, available on your favorite podcasting app. You can also see more on Twitter at Mr. Underscore JVD, on Instagram at Mr. Underscore JVDUSEN, or email John at stemteacherpodcast at gmail.com.